and thank you for tuning into the Business and Wealth Show with your host, Matt Catram. Let's go. Thank you for tuning into this video. And in this video, I want to talk about the 10 biggest challenges for most self-employed, in other words, solopreneurs or professionals who are mostly doing the fulfillment, the operation themselves. You may have one or two assistants, but most of it, you have to be there for the business to work. Now, what are 10 of the biggest challenges in business in life that I've established through all my research? Now, before I go on, I wanna say this. There are two types of businesses you can um, build. One is what we call a lifestyle business, where, look, you enjoy it, it pays you some income, and that's all you want, okay? You want to have your spare time, do whatever you like. Then there's the other type of business where you build it for it to become an asset, a wealthy asset. In other words, whether you are there or not, it still runs. Whether you have a four-week vacation or cruise around the world, it still runs. Now, if you just want to build a business for a lifestyle, then this may not be for you. You don't need to watch. But if you want to build a business for wealth, listen very, very carefully. Now, let me go on. For those who don't know me, my name is Mac Hatram. And for the past 20 years now, and I've trained and coached hundreds of thousands of people in over 50 countries to grow their business, to grow their wealth, and to grow on a personal development level. Our clients generally are growing between 20% and 100% in just less than a year using the strategies we teach. Now, let me get straight into this. My friend, Robert Kiyosaki, who I've had the pleasure to be on stage with in over 12 international tours, he, in his book, he, in the Cashflow Quadrant book, he talks about four types of mindsets when it comes to business. You may have heard this. The first type of mindset is the employee mindset. The employee mindset. I'm going to exchange my time for money, pay me at the end of the month. The second type is the self-employed mindset. Now, if it has to happen, I have to do it. I have to be the one who is there to make it happen. The other type of mindset is the big business owner or the brand mindset. In other words, I'm gonna build the team, I'm gonna build the systems, I'm gonna build the structures around me so the business does can grow and scale, not necessarily with me doing all the elements. And the other type of mindset is the investor mindset. Right, the investor, it speaks for itself, the investor wants a return on their investment. Now, talking to you here, when I talk about the 10 biggest challenges for self-employed people or solopreneurs or professionals is this, you fall into what? The self-employed bracket. Now, what's the difference between the self-employed bracket and the B quadrant, the business bracket, the big business brackets? Well, the difference is that with the self-employed bracket, you need to be there all the time. So these are the challenges I'm gonna point out to you. And if I can help you to transition from self-employed to big business owner, where the business doesn't rely on you all the time, then listen very carefully. Let me get straight into it. Number one. Number one is work-life balance. Work-life balance. Some people say there is no such thing. For certain, Certainly for self-employed people, it's very, very difficult to ba balance their life with their work and their business. Why? Because they are all constantly just thinking about the business, thinking about the clients, thinking about supplies, thinking about the situations, and it's hard to balance that. And often it may lead to a divorce, it may lead to relationship separation, it may lead to just hard 
situations hard in life where you're not seeing your children or grandchildren or whatever it is and not enjoying the life or your pastime whether you like tennis golf swimming you're not getting time to do that that's what i talk about when i say work-life balance so that's number one number two is loneliness and isolation you see self-employed people generally they are the business and if you are the business and you've got no one else to tap into or tap on the shoulder or have a conversation with you may feel lonely and feel like giving up at times because it's all down to you. And you see, that can really have a big detriment to your mental health. But business, big business owners don't have that because there's a colleague, there's someone else you can really have a conversation with just to gee yourself up back up when you're feeling down. There's someone you can bounce ideas off. Number three is limited resources. And often self-employed people have limited resources in terms of finance, in terms of the right systems, in terms of the right team and talent and the people to work with. And because the whole business has been set around you, the whole business is focused on you, finding the clients, delivering to the clients, and it's all down to you. So there's no time to actually go out and find all the resources you need because there's not people, there's not enough hours of the day for you to do that. So limited resources becomes a big challenge for most self-employed people. Number four is most people will call time management. Uh, in this case, yes, you can't manage time, but you, it, it's a really about, we all have 24 hours in the day. And if we all have 24 hours in a day, number four becomes very, very difficult for most self-employed or solopreneurs or professionals. Why? Because there's only so much you can do. And maybe you're spending 80% of your time servicing your clients, fulfilling to your client, giving them what they've paid for. So when are you getting time to do your marketing, to do your sales, to do all the tweaks and the revisions and the improvements in your business, the innovation? It just doesn't happen. So then you just stay the same for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. I've met people who've been doing that. They've come to my organization. We've helped them to restructure, then to build a better business. So time management becomes very difficult because it's all down on you. But if you have the right team and the right systems in place, guess what? Other people are doing things relevant to their particular department so the business can grow and scale. Number five is what I want to talk about now is number five is all about decision making. When it comes to business and you are the one that has to make all the decisions, it's hard work. What if it wasn't? What if you were the one that had to come up with the right vision, the right strategic steps, the right direction, and you had people who were fulfilling in these other areas, in the areas of marketing, sales, the operations, and you have assistants or other people working with you. Decision-making can now be shared across the board and it's not all down on you. So you've got, it's important that you build a team, build a team to, in order to create a business for wealth. So that was number five, decision-making. Let's go to number six. This Number six, it's all about skill diversification. See, let, let, me put it, let me put it in this way. Imagine skill diversion, by that I mean is you have a set of skills. 
a set of innate skills or a set of developed skills, skills that you've developed over time. And in business, you naturally free flow with that. It's easy for you using those certain skills. But there are other skills needed in business that you may not have. Maybe you're good at sales, but you're not good at marketing. Maybe you're good at the operational side of things and the fulfillment, but you're neither good at marketing or sales, right? So skills diversification says that, hey, I will continue doing what I am good at, that I find easy to do, that it's in my flow, and I will, because we have money coming in and cash flow coming in, I'm gonna start hiring people to do the right roles. You've got to know what those right roles is. And as you transition from self-employed to business owner, if you don't know how to set it up correctly, you will struggle and it'll be a headache. And we've worked, I've worked with thousands of people helping them to move from employee to self-employed, from self-employed to business owner, from business owner to also becoming an investor. And I'm sure I can help you do the same. Reach out to me if I can. So if you wish to rather. Number seven, let's talk about number seven being client acquisition and retention. Again, that falls under the umbrella of marketing. So as the self-employed person, putting time aside to work on client acquisition and retention can be hard because usually what happens is the peaks and troughs. Sometimes you win the clients, you work with the client for a period of days, weeks, months, whatever it is, and maybe that's finished, now you've got to look for more clients. But if you have the right systems and processes and the right team that constantly there were clients coming through and they were being serviced and it wasn't necessarily down to you, there is someone or a system that's constantly bringing new, new clients, new prospects to the business. So that's tough for self-employed people to do on a constant and on a consistent uh, basis. Let's look at number eight. Number eight is huge. Number eight is about if you continue doing what you're doing, eventually it may lead to burnout. Yes, I said it, burnout. I've, I've been there before. I've been there before many years ago trying to run my business, a small computer company, working hard, trying to make everything, doing a lot of stuff on my own, finding it very, very difficult. And I came to a place where one evening, sitting in my car one evening, just, just burned out. Burned out, falling into depression and feeling, feeling like a failure. I've been there. So trying to do everything on your own, because it's your business, you want it to work, you want to make money out of it. And if you don't want it to be a lifestyle business, but you want to build a business for asset, as an asset, then doing it on your own is going to be very tough and you may lead to burn out. We don't want that for you. It will affect your mental health. It may help you. It may force you to some kind of depression. When that happens, it has its direct toll, direct effect on your family and your friends. And for some people, they fall into other vices like binge eating, alcoholism, drugs, all these kind of stuff right? Because of burnout, because of their business. It doesn't have to be that way. Let's look at number nine. Number nine, I call limited networking opportunities. What do I mean by that? Limited networking opportunities means because you are on your own and there are no other people in your organization, 
going out to network, which we know if you're in business, you must network. You must meet other people. Why? Because you may form partnerships. You may form strategic alliances. You may meet your ideal clients. You may meet new suppliers. So networking is essential in business, in the right networking environment. But working on your own can be very difficult as a solopreneur, as a self-employed person, and becomes very limited because you're working all day. Now you could do some networking one evening or a weekend, but you're catching up on accounts or you're catching up on sleep or you're catching up on something. So limited network opportunities is number nine. Let's look at number 10. Number 10 is a lack of work-life separation. What do I mean by that? Lack of, lack of um, when I say work-life separation, is most, and you'll relate to this, is most self-employed people, solopreneurs, find it very difficult to separate what they are doing in life and work. In other words, they bring in work home. And due to the nature of the business, solopreneurs may struggle to separate their work and their personal life. And not having clear boundaries between the two. Now that can be, you know, that the boundary can be very blurred and which leads to a constant feeling of being on it all the time, on it all the time and finding it difficult to have downtime. And the problem with, with this is this, if you've got a family or if you've got children, you've got a spouse, you're in a relationship, what happens is because you can't turn off, you are not present. What do I mean by present? You, are, you may be physically in the room with them, but mentally checked out, but mentally you are not there. So if that happens, that means there is, you're not separating work from the life activities you're supposed to be doing. So it becomes very, very difficult. And you know, I'm very passionate about helping self-employed solopreneurs move from struggle to a place of abundance. In other words, setting up the right business, the right systems. Now, if you are a solopreneur or self-employed working hard in your business already, be aware that these challenges will keep you stuck. So it's important that you seek strategies and support systems to address, and address these issues so you become more effective at what you do. Now, if you want to move from being self-employed or a solopreneur or a professional working mostly on your own, and you want to, to build a business for as an asset, a true business, become a true business owner. In other words, you've got the right team, the right systems, the right processes, and enjoy your business, then I can help, I can help. And I think the first step is do what a lot of our clients do, take the free business quiz that I provide, it doesn't cost you anything, but at least you'll know which area of your business you may be struggling with and you need to address now. And once you know that, reach out to me and say, hey, Mac, this, you, the way you described everything, this is me. How did you know that? And I need help. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. And that's the biggest thing for most self-employed people. When they want to transition, they find it difficult to ask for help. Now, every successful, every successful business owner knows they can't do everything on their own. You can't be the marketing expert or and the sales expert and the um, operational expert 
and the accounting, the finance. You can't be a great leader. You can't do all of them. So what you do is you start focusing on what it is you're supposed to be doing in order to grow your business. And because you may not know, you may not be clear on that, you may need some help. I'm here to help. So find me, DM me, send me a question, say, Mac, how can you help me? Let's, let's talk. Or just do the free business quiz, establish where you are and take it from there. You've been listening to Mac Atram, and I want to say today, have a magnificent day. Wishing you much success, happiness, and prosperity in your life. Take care. Until we speak again, bye for now.